welcome to Earth School, my dear ones. Uh, I don't really know if this is a school. That's kind of a mythology that I have set up, and all I know is that this is definitely an experience here on Earth, and I have learned a lot from it. And so I've invited folks to share with us about how they have um, moved through this experience of being on planet Earth as humans, and uh, I have met the coolest people through this who have had such a wide variety of experiences and my offering is just to um, listen and take what you like and leave the rest in such a way that we know that we're not all going to resonate on every different um, path or way that people have decided to show up as humans but that we probably can learn something from everyone. Um, so. I invite you to join me for that journey and I'm just so grateful that you're here and that we can do it together. Love you. Okay. Okay, friends, I am delighted to have my, who I can call a dear friend, my dear friend, Sam, on today. Um, we just checked and we have known each other since August of 2022 when yeah. I got to be a guest on a podcast for the very first time on yeah. Sam's amazing podcast, Be You, Do You, Do You. Um, so yeah, I like to start with just having people tell me what does it feel like to be like in your human body on this planet at this point in time? First, I mean, for me, the first word that comes to mind is liberating. Mm. It's been really liberating to learn what it means to be me authentically, what that looks like, what that feels like. Um, it's been a very fun and exciting journey, like I was just mentioning it, mentioning a um, lot of changes, lots of twists and turns. And uh, I just take it one day at a time like one day at a time. Yeah. Yeah. And it's been so many days to get to this liberating point, right? Yeah. It's been so many days. I'll be 42 this year. Um, hey. Yay. Yeah. I'm really excited about that because so many things have, have transpired and taken place. I've connected with so many wonderful people uh, like yourself. Um, like you said, we've known each other for, for two years now, but it feels like forever. Um, I just love your your spirit. And that was a part of that has been a part of my journey is um, finding my tribe or my tribe finding me. And I feel like me being able to heal and let go of a lot of the crap that I was holding on to for so many years has not only freed me, but allowed me to attract my tribe because of who I'm being yes. in this world. You know? Yes. Yes. It's like this um, inverse relationship between like how authentic you allow yourself to be increases yeah. the likelihood of you finding people that are like a good, beautiful connection with you. Yeah. Even though yeah. so many people are like, no, I'm trying to like get people to like me. So I'm trying to be more yeah. likable, but it's like the opposite is true. It's the total opposite. When you are fully yourself, and I mean the quirks, uh, the, the good, the bad, the ugly, like when you are truly, genuinely walking in your truth and being who you are, 
um, and intentional, intentionally, because it's all about intention too, you will attract the right people. Yeah. People, because people are looking, people are looking for you. They're waiting for you to show up as your true self anyway. But it's, it's more so it was me. I was holding back because again, what are people going to think about me? What are they going to say? You know, I cared so much about the thoughts and opinions of people. And mm. that's kind of how Be You Do You came about. Cause like I was at that point where, you know, I was like, you know what, forget, forget people and people in their opinion. Yeah. If they don't accept me for who I am, then those aren't my people. Yeah. Those aren't my people. That is such a huge moment. So just be you, do you moment. We are both wearing your merch right now. We will definitely put links um in the description. This is um officially my favorite sweatshirt right now. Be you, do you is what it says. And it's in the infinity symbol which my 12 year old said, I don't know, maybe a few years ago. Um, I think God is infinity. And I was like, smart that kid. feels right. Smart kid. Yeah. Right. It was yeah. like, Oh my gosh. And, and I just, um, I was planning on wearing this sweatshirt, but then, um, I forgot and we were con- commenting on my hat and then I was like, wait, I need to do the whole, <laughs> the whole gay thing. You're, um, you're actually coordinating the colors and everything. Yeah. I love it so much. Um, okay, so let's go back to that moment where you said the thing that you realized like at the beginning of the BU do you coming into life was like, oh wait, I need to let these other people's thoughts and opinions go. Like what was the like lead up to that? Maybe the couple of years before that when you were like struggling with the needing to worry about other people's thoughts and opinions the pivotal moment for me I would say was 2017 I feel like that was the beginning of my healing journey Mm -hmm. Uh, something very tumultuous tumultuous happened between my now wife and I that kind of set the ball in motion um I went to jail Mm. uh yeah, I went to jail because of my emotions or the lack thereof, not being able to control my emotions. But what I've learned over time is that there was information in my anger. There's information there. There were reasons why I was showing up the way that I was showing up. There was a reason why I was showing up, you know, on the defensive, not being able to trust people. Um, and that all stemmed from uh, my childhood, not being able to fully express who I am. So a lot of a lot of that had been suppressed over over the years so you know when i would get into uncomfortable situations that was how i responded because mm-hmm. of what i saw growing up so i thought that that was how relationships were supposed to be so when that situation happened in 2017 i had to sit down with myself and say listen what is it that you really want in your life mm-hmm. how do you want to show up you know how do you want to be for your spouse like mm-hmm. what did that look like and then um we both started counseling together and in wow. indiv- individual therapy for like almost two years wow. um yeah so not only did we work on our own stuff you know but we worked on our stuff together wow because we were we were for certain that we didn't want to keep repeating the same cycles that we saw growing up like we want, we wanted something totally different and we wanted mm-hmm. to do it on our own terms. Mm-hmm. And we wanted to define what partnership looked like for us. That is so incredible. Yeah. Now in that, like lead up to that, like, okay, I am in jail moment. Yeah. 
it doesn't sound like you were like it doesn't sound like you had been given the resources to understand options like no. therapy and learning skills in therapy is that right um I had been in and out of therapy for for like years so like I moved out of the house when I was 22 and I got into like one of my very first long-term relationships um I lived in San Francisco at the time so I had access to a lot of resources and that was when I started seeking resources for gender transition but again life was occurring I had to you know <laughs> work you know, and life had to come first, not my mental health and, you know, things that I had been dealing with throughout the years. So I kind of had to set that on the back burner, but I had been, you know, in and out of therapy for years since I was 22, but I wasn't intentional about it. It was almost like I was just going like on autopilot, just, just going to check off the box. Like, okay, yeah, I showed up and I learned a few things, but I really wasn't applying what I was learning. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it does. And I think there's that, that element where like you can't until you can. That's what makes right. these personal stories so fascinating to me and 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 allows me to let go of a lot of the like shame around the timing of like when I actually was able to be intentional. You know, it took like so long. <laughs> and like you, yeah. I was in like 20 years of therapy before any of it started clicking. And right there's this piece that I feel and, and anybody who listens to this is going to be a little sick of me saying this, but I feel like there is an element of like divine intervention. There's like yes. some miracle that occurs yes. that like allows you to like suddenly see things in a different way. And you're yes. like, Oh, Oh, now I think I could do this. You know, yes. was, was the jail moment kind of like that for you? you hit the nail on the head and you chose the perfect word. It was a divine intervention. It was something divine stepping in and telling me like, this is not, this is not the path for you. Yeah. This isn't you. This isn't you. And mm. um, I had to figure it out and I was determined. My wife and I, well, now we're married now, but we were determined to figure it out. And then a year later, we got connected with a church community. Mm -hmm. And um, that was a part of my like, uh, dream and goal as well was to be able to connect with a spiritual community that loved us, accepted us, you know, where, where we could feel at home. Mm -hmm. And that happened a year later. Mm. I didn't know that part of your story without yeah. trying, like most everybody who I've connected with on this podcast mm -hmm. has had some sort of like faith-based situation that, that either like they had to end a relationship with a faith-based community because of something that happened in their life and then like really struggled until they were able to reconnect with that divinity yeah. and that spirituality without yeah. the like trauma that had happened from before. Was that an element of your story? Had you had was, like a spiritual community before? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I grew up, um, in a church, a church family, every, everyone in my family, um, are believers, uh, faith-based. So I grew up in a household. My, my mom is a Christian. Everyone, everyone are, are, I, they identify as Christians. Right. Mm -hmm. And, um, I struggled with that. I, I struggled with that growing up because again, we didn't talk about sexuality at home. We didn't talk about emotions. We didn't talk about 
any of those things that were important. Yeah. <laughs> right. And I and I understand now why, you know, my my mom was a single parent. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad was in and out, but he succumbed to drug addiction. So he um, you know, during the 80s, the crack epidemic, I don't know if you're familiar with crack epidemic, For but sure. That was that was rampant in uh, the urban communities. And so my dad was one of those persons to get addicted. And so um, he was out there on drugs, primarily uh, a huge part of my life. So my mom had to be, you know, the provider, the protector, um, all these things. And um, so we didn't talk about sexuality, orientation, gender. What is that? It's either man, woman, you're going to get married, have kids, you know. The, the those generational things yep. and um I just knew I just knew at a very young age that that just wasn't my life I I, I didn't I didn't align with those beliefs at a very young age it, it just didn't seem right for me mm-hmm. and so you know I had to navigate I had to navigate that part on my own but I I've always been a person of faith mm-hmm yeah, you were like, this part sounds like it's a disconnect, but I, the mm-hmm. like faith or the divine or the connection with meaning outside yeah. of myself, like that feels like that's me. Yeah. But then yeah. this part is saying like, I can't have that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm putting words into your mouth. That was my experience. Like oh, how, yeah. how did you deal with that disconnect? It was it was an ongoing wrestle. It was it it got to the point where like I didn't want to have anything to do with God, and then I did want to have something to do with God, but I but I realized that um, I felt like there was a lot of chaos going on in my life too. But then when I but when I had that connection, things seemed much easier. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I desired. Like I I desired that ease versus mm-hmm. that that chaos. But I realized I had to go through that chaos to get to where mm-hmm. I'm at now. Mm-hmm. To reconcile it all. Yeah. Yeah. And so this this church that you all were exposed to in mm-hmm. the sort of post-jail experience, did did they offer you like a reconnection in a way that felt oh my God. more true for you? It was so powerful. Like the first, the first uh the first Sunday we we chose to go. So just the backstory on that, um, we had stopped going to church for about a year, a good year, almost two years, because mm-hmm. the church we were going to, it just wasn't working. Um, the church that we were going to previously was still the the church that my family attended, mm-hmm. that same, that same belief system. And I was just getting tired of it because I wasn't, I wasn't feeling like I was getting fed and I wasn't feeling like I could actually apply the principles to my life. And so mm-hmm. we stopped going. And then that stopped, you know, and as we stopped going, that was when the chaos came back. <laughs> and so um, I was online. Um, I listened to the, it's called the gospel radio show. It's a radio station out here in the Bay Area. And um, the pastor of, not the church I attend. So so my pastor's brother um, would be on this radio show. Okay. And I took it upon myself to look up you know, look him up. Cause I was like, this guy is just so dope. Right. I got, mm. I got to know more. And so when I read his biography, he said, regardless of your gender, your sexual orientation, your race, everyone deserves a relationship with Christ, the divine. Mm. And that was the message I was looking for. 
Mm-hmm. And so fast forward, uh, we showed up one Sunday, but it just so happens that my pastor's wife was preaching. Mm-hmm. And that was another belief growing up. Women, that women couldn't do that. Yeah. Women can't do that. And yeah. I was just like, okay, okay. Let, let me see what this is about. And the sermon was titled big mad. So this was a year later after my jail incident, the title was big mad being mad at God for the things that are going on. Yeah. Going on in your life. And I mean, the floodgates like full open. body chills right now. Yeah. The floodgates just opened and I just broke down in tears and I I'm was sure. just like, this was confirmation that yeah. we were in the right place. And then the following Sunday was when I met my pastor, uh, Bishop, Bishop Johnny Clark Jr. Good friend of mine, family t- to this day, um, such a constant encourager and, has played a huge part in both my wife and I's life. Um, I just, <laughs> I shake my head in disbelief every time because I, I I never thought that I could ever create such a relationship with a pastor Yeah, in that magnitude. And so the following Sunday was about uh, BS. So releasing the belief systems. Like that was literally wow. the next, the next sermon. And then wow. the next, sermon, it was like, Sermon after sermon was literally our life, like being played out. It was so crazy. Like, I can't even. Yeah. It's yeah. not crazy, no though. Word. It's like incredible. There is no feeling of love deeper yeah. than when you start to see life, like yeah. giving you things that are so it's so hidden within you that no one could ever know that are so like curated to answer your deepest, darkest, like moment. And you're like, what is happening? Like this play is about me. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's it's definitely mine. It's definitely mind blowing. Like I sit down to this day, like, wow. I look back from where, where I started, where we started to now. And it's, completely night and day difference so extraordinary and that's something that's so important to me is that you know no matter where you're at like literally no matter where you're at there is possibility like always and I spent so much of my life being like well I'm just gonna end up like dead by suicide or in an institution, like that's all I can see. Like that's all I was told for so long. And now I'm like, oh my gosh, there there is possibility for every single human in every single circumstance. And this piece about the divine intervention and like this divine knowing us so well and allowing for us to go through all of the time where we're like, totally disconnected and being like so chill about just like when you're ready like when you're ready you know like there's no pressure and there's also like so much innocence in like allowing the so-called bad parts Mm -hmm. to be the like perfect recipe for making the now life that you so appreciate yeah and I, I mean, I used to say bad, but it's, uh, I, I hear a lot of people say um, pain and purpose. There's pain in, in purpose. Mm. 
and not and not that like agonizing suffering kind of pain. Not, no, it's like that. Not the agonizing. Pure, yeah. Yeah, it's like the it's it's like the push for us. It's pushing us towards the possibility mm -hmm. because you know the God that I know, the God that I've learned about, like He never paid attention to our weaknesses. They always paid attention to our possibilities. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But we get so stuck on focusing on our weaknesses. Mm -hmm. Or even seeing. Or, or seeing, yeah. It you know? as weaknesses. Seeing like, it as weaknesses. I yeah. feel like that is like a universal consciousness perspective is like, oh no, like all of it is a part of it. Like yeah. none of it's, none of it's a weakness or a problem. Like none of it. all balancing itself out. I don't look at any of my journey as a weakness because now that I look back, I needed to go through the things that I went through to prepare me for where I'm going. Yeah. Yeah. And even though I didn't understand it now, I'm under, I'm understanding it better now. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it, it's all make, it's all making sense. Even with the people who I no longer associate with, like that was a part of the lesson and the journey, you know? Yeah, it's so wild, right? I feel like you remember those things in the 80s that were like um, at the dentist's office and they had like a picture and it was all just look like dots and you were supposed to stare at it and then like an oh. image would come out. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. It was yeah, like yeah. a T-Rex, right? Yeah, right, right, right. I feel like lately there's been moments when I feel like I've been staring at that for my whole life and like all of a sudden I'm like, oh wait, I think I see something. Like, <laughs> Yeah, now your vision is clearer. And I mean, even you, you know, like you're not even the same person I met two years ago. Oh my God. <laughs> not at all. You know, not at all. I hadn't started hormones then I realized yeah. when I was looking back, I hadn't started hormones. I think I had just had, like, I think I was like six months. No, maybe it was a year. I think I can't ever remember when I got my top surgery. It was <laughs> after. It's such a blur. It's a blur. <laughs> yeah. It was after definitely, but it wasn't super long after. And no. I was feeling like still really unsteady in like claiming my transness. Right. Like I was feeling very like, I don't know. Like I was so, <laughs> so intimidated by the like binary trans world that I was still like wanting. I I, I I feel you on that. I was too, like when I first started in 2018, um, but it's a figuring out phase, right? Like there's no complete guide. Like we all have our individual journey as, um, you know, trans individuals. So what it looks like for you may not be what it looks like for me. And that's okay. Well, like, that's I had to embrace that. Yeah. You know? Again, yeah. the like, be you, do you is not like, right. be you in a version that fits with a script that a bunch of other people are following. Right. It's be you in your own, be you, do you in your own script. Yeah. 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 So I want to come back to this, um, like, lie that we can ever be separated from God or from divinity and it sounds like, you know, you, you seem to see really clearly, like when I am in connection with that divinity, like I can do this human thing more solidly mm -hmm. when I am not, it becomes chaotic. So like what mm -hmm. other than, you know, being in a church community, what are the other things that you do to like maintain your connection with that, that power that's however you define God, that thing that's bigger than you or that meaning outside of you? Um, 
prayer and meditation for sure. Journaling has definitely helped me, uh, you know, putting my thoughts to paper, um, anything that might come up for me, like writing has, has also been life-saving. I did, that wasn't something that I grew up doing. Um, again, those tools weren't available like that. Yeah. That wasn't a priority for my mom to teach because she, again, she had, she, she didn't was, have it. She didn't have it. Um, so when I got introduced to personal development, that's pretty much when I started getting into these practices um, more fully. I, I was praying, I was praying before, but now my prayer is more like conversation. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm not begging, I'm not asking. Um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's not Santa Claus anymore. It's not, no, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> rubbing on this, I'm not rubbing on some genie and, and hoping that my life is gonna transform. Um, <laughs> I come from a place of gratitude and thankfulness now, which I feel like I have to be. I feel like that's a that's one of the ingredients is being grateful for where I'm at and present and aware and then everything else will fall in line. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much how my life has has been uh unfolding. If you feel comfortable sharing, I know that this past year has brought like another set of growth opportunities if we want to call them that um would you be willing to share a little bit about some of that experience and how you know it sounds like you were had like much more preparation for this this wasn't like a rock bottom in the same way that the jail experience was right yeah um yeah sure uh so let me let me fast let me let me back up a little bit let me rewind um (laughs) So after we got connected to the church in 2018, um, a situation with my job happened in 2019, which I can't really go into too much detail about that because it's still an ongoing process. But 2019 was another moment in my life where I was in complete solitude and isolation. This was right before COVID. Mm -hmm. So I was already getting prepared for whatever else was about to happen. Yeah. Um. So to 2019, I got connect. That's when I got connected to personal development. I had no idea where it was leading me because I had no idea. I didn't know anything about entrepreneurship, multi-level marketing. Like I always saw my life go go to school, graduate, get a degree, and work for someone one else. So working Employee. for myself, starting a business was never, never in my wheelhouse, right? <laughs> I thought I was gonna work for someone, retire, and then die. Yeah. That was, that was my mindset. Yeah. So, um, I had just, my wife and I had just got back from feeding the homeless, um, on a Saturday. Um, this is a long story. You don't mind. You have time. Yeah, let's do it. (laughs) So we had just come back from feeding the homeless. I stopped at a gas station and there was this guy standing outside. I thought he was selling Girl Scout cookies because he was with some kids or whatever. You know, you know, you see people outside the gas station, you're trying to avoid them at all costs. You're so like, that was my <laughs> You're like, smile kindly, <laughs> so but walk quickly. <laughs> yeah, so that was my thought. So I was able to get in, but then when I came out, he pulled me into a conversation. And the conversation started with some similarities. He, he too had the same kind of car I had. So that kind of like sparked the conversation. I found out, he was a successful real estate agent and he was always also into multi-level marketing. 
And so he gave me information. I was like, okay, sure. I'll check it out. Cause I'm that type of person. Like, I'm not just going to blow you off. Yeah. If, if something's intriguing, I'll look into it. So I looked into multi-level marketing. It was around um, credit restoration. Well, in the past, I've had some pretty jacked up credit. So I was like, okay, I, this is something that I could do. I have a lot of knowledge knowledge in, but little did, did I know that my connection with him was the start of my personal development journey. It was the start into developing a completely different mindset. Mm -hmm. It wasn't about the credit. Like mm -hmm. I, I thought it was about the credit. I thought it was about building this team and making money, but so it was a vehicle for. Yeah. And he was a believer to a man of faith. So that was another like divine intervention. And then um, three months later um, in, in 2019, I get let go from my job. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. Three months later, my wife and I had just bought our house. Mm -hmm. our first house together and I get let go of my job oh, same gosh. job I'm going through this situation that I can't really go into detail yeah, yeah. so I'm in so I'm in isolation um my pastor and I you know we start building our relationship working out together every day like he's my he's my spiritual counselor like this whole time that I'm out of work right and it's just building me up it's building me up it's getting it's getting me prepared for whatever's next and then I get my job back. I'm back at my job. And then a year later, COVID hits. Mm. <laughs> and I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah. So, so then we're shut down again. And so it was either I panic, buy up all the toilet paper and Clorox, or <laughs> I take- Which I did. <laughs> right? Um, a lot A lot of us did. And, and this is- <laughs> I have no I mean, shame about I'm it. Not, I'm not teasing anyone, <laughs> but I'm not teasing anyone. But it was, it was in that moment again. It was, it was that question for me, like, what do I want to create in my life? Yeah. And um, I had, I had started investing back in stocks. I had opened up a broker, a brokerage account in 2011 when I started working for the state of California, but I wasn't doing anything with it. Mm -hmm. And so when COVID hit, I just started buying up all the stocks, like. All the stocks, all the stocks, all the stocks. And uh, I built up a pretty, pretty good nest egg. And I took that investment and I invested it in myself uh, by hiring a life coach. And that's pretty much what, what started this whole personal development journey. That's pretty much what helped me build the confidence that I already knew was inside me. Um, that was what was able to help me get rid of the beliefs that I had previously and create my own. Cause I didn't even think that I could create my own beliefs. I thought I right? stuck with the old ones. And so, yeah, I mean, from that, I was able to start my, I started my podcast, my merchandise um, that confirmed my purpose too, as a, as a coach and healer. Um, and I'm now back in school for my master's of clinical counseling. So yeah. Um, sometimes it doesn't make sense. It didn't make sense to me at the time. Like I said, I, I thought it was like dealing with credit and building a team, yeah. but it was so, it was so much deeper than that. I love how I just rambled. I probably just rambled a lot, but no, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Cause it's a perfect example of how like, we don't know mm -hmm. what it's, it's like that thing. It's like, we don't know what the end picture is. 
And so we're looking at all these dots and we're like, what is this? Like, if you saw somebody creating that along the way, you'd be like, what are you even making? Like what, none of this makes sense, you know, but it's like that coming back to that, like, okay, I'm going to choose to believe that there's like this divine thing happening. And I'm gonna like, come back to my prayer and my gratitude and my meditation and my journaling and my working out and my meeting with people who I look up to and who I share values with. And like, I'm gonna come back and I'm just gonna like, do the work, even though I don't see it making sense outside of me. And then like, somehow you're like, oh, Like I couldn't have even known what life coaching was if I hadn't like randomly that day had the same car as this guy who was at a gas station. Like that's, that's so many, um, like, it's like when you get to the end of a mystery movie and you're like the yellow coat, like it all makes sense. And you're like, what? And then you think about that writer who put all those details together. And it's like, that's what's happening for us. And that's what happened that day. And the guy that I met at the gas station was actually connected to my life coach that I hired. And like, of he course. Had, yeah, he had done some life coaching work with him. And so that's how I that's how I met my life coach. Because I was like, what is it that this guy had? Whatever this yeah. guy had. How did I you need- get this? Yeah. 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 Amazing. Amazing. And you know, each piece of it, I feel like makes us more willing to accept the like bad things, right? Because you're going through a work thing right now, right? And I don't see you interacting with that with the like, ah, the house is on fire, you know? No, not anymore. Because I, I have that mindset now that this too is for my purpose. Like I'm, I'm choosing to, I'm choosing, you know, like my, my, my wife constantly encourages me, but she also acknowledges, you know, those times where I am like house is on fire because yeah. both can exist. Right. Totally. I do have days where the house is on fire and I want to get out. Yeah. Let me out. Like, let, let, like get me out of this. But you know, there's stuff to be learned in that, in that process. And then, sure. like I said, I just, I just continue to focus on this is all for the purpose. This is all for the purpose. This is all for the testimony. This is, this is helping so many other people, not just me. Yeah. Um, I, I make it, I make it less about me and more about the collective. Yeah. And you make it mean something that yeah. makes it easier to move through it. And I have been saying lately, like, if I'm delusional, so be it. Like, I feel better. You know? <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Like, own all of it, own all of what you're feeling. Like, it's okay. Like we've been so conditioned to run away from feeling. Mm-hmm. And that's why we interact with people the way we do. It's like, own, own, if you're, if you're angry, own it. Mm-hmm. If, if you're sad, own it. If you're frustrated, own it. You know, whatever's coming up for you, like, it's okay to feel that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so important because so much of the like manifesty, like live on purpose world will tell you like, you don't say anything negative, don't feel anything negative. And it's like, it's not negative. It's there, like you said at the beginning, it's there for information. Yeah. It's really important information. So how do you for yourself like balance 
and take care of when that stuff comes up when those feelings come up or when that fear like the house is on fire when it starts to feel really uncomfortable how do you take care of yourself and make space for that and and resist that urge to just like drive past it and be like no I'm I'm living on purpose (laughs) um perfect example the other day I had a I had a lot of houses were on fire Mm. like I was totally overwhelmed um but I had to remind myself that I'm still alive. I'm actually not in danger. And then I went for a walk. And then yes. I'm also, I also have mentors and coaches still. Um, so it's always good to be connected with like-minded individuals. Um, like I said, prayer and meditation, journaling, but definitely um, connect with a tribe, a support group. I also do therapy still which, which helps a lot, mm-hmm. but it's not a therapy where they're giving me the answers because we, we have the answers. They're inside of us. Um, my, my therapist helps guide me to those mm-hmm. answers mm-hmm. that I already know, mm-hmm. are they? but I have a therapist who I meet with and, um, mentors. Yeah. People who are important to me, people who are going to hold me accountable, um, as well as encourage me. Um, as well as ask those, you know, those tough questions. <laughs> like, what is it really? Like, yeah. what is really what is really going on inside you? Mm. Like, why do you really feel, you know, like maybe someone's out to get you? Like, why why do you really feel that way? Did mm-hmm. you feel like this growing up? Like, I invite you to investigate that. Like, yeah, yeah. And I and I do a lot of investigation now. Where in the past I didn't know anything about it because I didn't have tools or resources. Um, right. I wasn't, I wasn't living with intention. And you didn't know how to. And know. yeah. And, and I'm okay I, with that. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't beat myself up for that. Like now that I do have the knowledge and the resources, even still, I don't beat myself up if I don't get it right every day. You're right. Because there's no possible, like some days I'm like, ah. Uh. F-ish. <laughs> right exactly I mean just two days ago my kid went with my ex for like um the winter break and so I have you know seven days with no kid and I'm like "Ooh, I'm gonna like do all this meditation I'm gonna do all this personal development I'm not gonna watch any tv so I text my accountability partner I'm like just so you know like no tv this week like I'm just like super <laughs> amping up my meditation three hours later I'm like texting him I'm like the tv is on just just letting you know the TV is on and like letting myself be where I'm at I feel like be you do you where where you're at you know like and 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 balancing that like okay yes I want to live with intentions I want to like I want to stay connected with the people that help remind me who I want to be I want to stay connected to my values and like being a human on this planet right now is super complicated. Super complicated. Complicated is an understatement, <laughs> but <laughs> I do both. Like yeah. I, had, I hadn't gone to the gym for about a week mm-hmm. um, and I, and I was okay with that. Like my body needed a rest, Yeah, you know, yeah. because my brain is, is constantly going. And right. so I just, I needed it. I needed to shut it down yeah. and that's okay. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's that acceptance right? It's the like, whatever is like, I'm not gonna like fight me. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, 
Because if I had gone to the gym, I would have had an attitude. I would have been, you know, like, F these weights, you know, like, and and <laughs> that that would just make it worse. So why not just not go and then just uh, approach it another day? And that's that's what I do, because like I don't I don't want to do something that doesn't feel good. Like mm -hmm. it wouldn't have felt good for me to show up with a with a negative attitude, you know, and, and so I, I don't suggest forcing yourself to do something yeah. that doesn't feel good. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah and so. lately I've been having this image um, cause as you know, I'm in like a new training program and just finished one in December. I'm like such an overachiever. I'm constantly trying to be the good student. You know, I'm like, sign me Is up for a heart. What? Are you a Virgo? I'm not, I'm like a quadruple Pisces. I'm like Pisces everything. I don't know what that means about me, but I just <laughs> like really scared of being in trouble and someone striking me with lightning. Um, so lightning. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah. So I, I just lately have been having this image of mm -hmm. like all of the roads lead to the same place. Like I just keep seeing this thing and like, it's just like a bunch of roads and there's just like one middle place. Mm -hmm. And it's mm -hmm. like, okay, if I go to the gym and I'm pissed at the weights or if I stay home, like I'm coming back to me, like I'm coming back to me. I can't fuck it up. Like I can't get it wrong. Yeah. Yeah. I just, every, every road, every, you it's know, true. whether I do the meditation or I do the TV, like it's all leading back to me. And it's, and as we've like really been able to see through this whole conversation, like there is a divine force that is bringing me back to wholeness. Like, I just feel like it's gravity. Like, I don't feel like we can, we can stop it from happening. You can't. And it's also something that you can't really put into words. And I don't think that the universe intended us for, for us to do that. Right. The, the <laughs> universal consciousness is like watching us all like hyper analyze this. And we're like having like 22,000 conversations and we're like, but is it all okay? And are, can we put, put this into a philosophy and can we like nail down what God is? And universal consciousness is like cracking up. <laughs> like seriously, I, I don't feel like they want us to overanalyze. They no. simply just want us to be and love. Like that's, I think that's true oh what, the answer, what the answer is. And we're over, we're making it complicated because oh we gosh. are humans. That's just a part of the human experience is to complicate. Right? Just like exhaust ourselves. Oh yeah. my gosh. Oh my and gosh. we're always trying to figure stuff out. Yeah. But then that also goes back to the power of the universe is they yeah. gave us, they gave us that ability to <laughs> figure stuff out. Yeah. Right? <laughs> it's, it's such a... Oh mind it's a, a mind. hoot it's a really good movie it just it's, it's a, a good, really movie. good movie yeah yeah what's the theme of our movie is it action is it horror it's a combination it's romance yeah. it's romance it's comedy it's reality it's tv it's yeah, yeah more drama the better i <laughs> i have noticed that the more drama you have the the more attention people pay to you but <laughs> oh my gosh for less drama though i'm too i'm too old no. for the drama. more drama yeah. like, <laughs> the, like they're the same save the drama for your mama <laughs> mm -hmm. oh my gosh yeah. well sam i just love this conversation i love you so much thank you so much for being a part of this 
tell the people where they can find you, how to connect with you, where to get this super um, cool merch. Yeah. So where you can find me, um, I'm trying to be more active on social media. I also like to take breaks because it's necessary. Uh, but you can mostly find me on Facebook at Sam V as in Victor Castle. Uh, okay. that's we'll put it all in the description. Yes, it's it's spelled exactly like the building. Um, I'm also a life coach as well, but my website is uh, being revamped. Um, but you can always send me a DM, a DM message on Facebook. Perfect. I do have uh, Instagram. It's B-U-D-U underscore one. Same as TikTok. Nice. Um, TikTok is where I mostly have my podcast episodes. But like I said, I am I am trying to get uh, a little become a little bit more engaged and involved in social media. Uh, but that's a task in itself. And then I have Be You Do You Merchandise. Um, let me go into my phone. I don't know. They don't make this so easy, but... Uh, yeah, just, just, let's you put just that email the, it to me and we'll put yeah, it. Yeah, I'll, I'll email it to you. It's not an actual... It's not my own website. It's through a third party. Yeah, yeah. And I can attest, I when I got this, I texted and was like, I don't know if this paint's going to hold up. And then it totally has. I've washed it, it like a thousand times. And yeah, it's great, it's great quality. I'm I'm rocking one now. Um, I'm a red and black one. Um, yeah. I have all different types of de designs. You, you can get coffee mugs, cell phone cases now, uh, sweatshirts, hoodies, all, all of your uh, BU Do You merchandise. It's a movement. It's a movement. Yeah. Uh-oh, I'm just going to spend all my money on this now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm so grateful for you. Thank, thank you, you. Thank you. Hang out for a second. I'm just going to end the recording. All right. So grateful for another beautiful episode. Such amazing humans on this planet. And I feel so lucky that I get to connect with them and that you all join us for the journey Um of thinking through like what makes it more possible to be on this planet. Um, if you want to connect more with me, check out my website, www.anexperiencer.com. Um, there's all sorts of goodies on there, including um, my YouTube channel, stuff about coaching work, and my program, which I'm really excited about. It's totally um, available for download anytime. And then we have every other week meetings where live uh, Zoom meetings where we get together and just share about what it's like to be on this planet, how to support your nervous system, how to um, increase your ability to respond to life, um, and not just uh, feeling stuck in the reactions. So come check it out. Come join us. And um, I love you so much. And I look forward to seeing you again here soon.